0: So right now there's a backup planet with physical mm-hmm. beings on it yeah it.
1: but it's a it's not like this planet because this planet when we first started seeding this planet while we were doing that something really unexpected happened and this fear virus attached itself to one of the ships or somehow it got here so it's just created so much chaos ever since and they were going to abandon this whole project, abandoning the, the seeding, this experiment because of this fear virus. But they saw that life was growing on its own. So they couldn't destroy the life. So they let it go. Mm. And that is why we are where we are now. And part of our ascension really is that we're shaking off a layer of our fear. So that's really one of the reasons why we're going through this right now.
0: Kind of brush yeah. off the fear, huh?
1: And there's so much energy surrounding the planet right now. To kind of like create this chaos so that we can bring it up to the surface and shake it out. It's just the same thing that the earth is doing. The same thing you see everywhere. There's so much chaos right now to purge this layer of the fear virus.
0: Now, did the fear virus come in on a ship or a meteorite?
1: You know, I don't know for sure. I've heard it's from a ship. Okay, that it attached itself to a ship, but also I think Dolores said it came from a meteorite, so yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, maybe one timeline it was the ship, and the other timeline it was you know the meteorite, you never know, (laughs) yeah,
1: because it could be both and it could be one for one person and one for a different one because you know, and timelines change.
0: The meteorite was a ship as well.
1: Oh. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it.
0: Today's guest is gonna be Sarah Bresman Cosmi. And today, she's going to be in episode three of my series, New Earth versus the New World Order. So I'm going to talk about how I know Sarah first. And Sarah, I've, I've done multiple interviews with you. We're at QHHT Level 2 class together. We even met together over there in person at the in the hallway of the hotel.
1: Yeah. Just
0: walking past. And I was like, just clicked that I knew you after you started talking about some of your sessions and everything. And I've also interviewed Sarah on my other YouTube channel, Guardians of Magic. Now, Guardians of Magic, that YouTube channel is all my Atlantis stuff, Lemuria, uh, ancient Egypt, anything that's old, ancient knowledge is on that YouTube channel, and it's called Guardians of Magic. And there's probably about five or six videos that we've done, Mm -hmm. at least five. Mm -hmm. So. And since it is episode three, I thought it was pretty cool because her book is a trident and it has three points on it. Oh,
1: that is cool.
0: And so she is also the author of this book, A Hypnotist's Journey to Atlantis, which is my favorite subject. And if you never read this book, I highly recommend it. And especially when you get to the end, I say that the last 25% of the book and halfway in between the book. A lot of juicy information about Atlantis. And I don't know if she wants me to talk about it, but I thought it was pretty interesting. What's going on right now is also happened in the times of Atlantis again, where they were working, they were mutating a virus with some animal DNA, and they were trying to come up with their version of a vaccine. And they were wearing a mask, and they were wearing a black mask. And at that time, I was wearing a black mask. So I was like, what are the odds of this happening so now I don't have a black mask anymore we we ran out (laughs) (laughs) but very interesting there's also some interesting go to nuggets about uh Hitler and the trident that was new information to me and also one of my theories that you know like how we were just talking about the evolution of mankind humankind our souls you know Seeding a planet, rising up on that planet civilization-wise, going to another planet, repeating the whole process, and going to the next one. So a lot of juicy information in her book. And also, if you could, you're starting on the second book, correct?
1: I'm almost done. I should be done in December.
0: Anything you want to talk about with your second book, just to give us a heads up?
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, you mentioned the number three. I just, what I thought about when you mentioned that was that Jen... Finally, was able to move to Hawaii. She's the subject in most of this book that I wrote, the uh, hypnotist's journey to Atlantis with. And she was she really wanted to go back to her home, basically. Uh-huh. After learning all about Lemuria, she wanted to go back to the closest place she could find, which was Hawaii. So she's uh-huh. there now, and I can't really work with her that much, you know. Now that she's far away, so I was just really hoping I would find another subject and. Before Jen left, she kept talking about this person that she called three. And she said, you know, I I don't know why I'm calling him three, but he he was the bearer of all this information that I was uncovering. And so I had this client come and at the end of his session, he goes, Just call me three. I'm here. This is three.
0: Oh, no way. And guess
1: what? He's moving to Key West.
0: Oh no way you
1: it's like Dolores it cannon. you can't make it up, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's so divinely planned, you know, which is so exciting.
0: That is pretty cool, so let me get this straight. So Jen, in one of Jen's session, she mentioned that someone's coming by the name of three.
1: but not to me, she just mentioned somebody was coming to save uh this group of people, and uh-huh. he he went by the name three. She's like, that's just what um, I feel I need to call him. It's like three. And he came sharing this information that would help all these people. Like this information is so important to spread to the world. So then here he comes. (laughs) And he's not, actually, he doesn't know this yet. I haven't told him. (laughs) I don't think he's not going to watch this video. I just don't want him to to look into it, you know, too deeply, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. Perfect. So is the guy's name letter uh 3 or or like
1: No, he call he calls himself 3. He I mean, you know, to me, like he's like I just feel like I need to call myself 3, but in his session his higher self said, "You can call me 3."
0: Oh, I'm gotcha. here.
1: I'm here. Ooh, and, that's juicy. And, information. and you know it's really crazy as we had already I he came in for a session before and before he said his name was 3. And he shared all this amazing information. And I asked him, can I work with you again? And he said he would love that. So he came back. So this, I didn't even know. I didn't even know that he was the one.
0: And this is episode three (laughs) of New Earth versus New World Order. No,
1: no coincidences. But you know, what's crazy about the hypnotist journey to Atlantis, there's so many crazy things about it, but. As we were pulling this information, we published our books in December. This is before the election, before the, you know, jab, basically. Mm -hmm. There were talks about the jab. But, you know, when they talk about it, it means it's coming, you know. But, um, (laughs) But... Yes. It was crazy because we were learning all about what happened in Atlantis and the downfall of Atlantis and how they had this virus there and it was killing all these people. Now, I had had so many people come in for a session, remember Atlantis and remember it's smoggy. I don't know about you, but I've had a lot of people that and they've said they couldn't see the sun very well towards the end of times. And I always wondered, I thought it was from their technology. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until later I learned they were burning the bodies because of the virus and they had a massive quarantine. And in 2016, I had a client come in and I did not know he was talking about Atlantis at all. He kept talking about this quarantine and there was a virus and he couldn't leave his house, but there were ships floating around. It was very, you know, there, were, there was a lot of technology, but yet it looked ancient. I just oh, thought wow. oh well this is an interesting session i didn't think anything of it until fast forward to now and i listened to that session again and he was talking about atlantis at least i thought so but he never mentioned it by name so
0: but it was an ancient but, culture in
1: ancient time yeah and so they had the they had this virus and they needed to find a cure for it basically So they, you know, they developed a vaccine and it was a mandatory, oh, I said the word, mandatory (laughs) jab.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Um, it repeats itself.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So everybody had to get that jab, but it was, they made it differently. It was with animal DNA and it was a slit in the arm where they put the ingredients in there and covered it up. And it looked like a huge success until the first set of babies started being born from the parents who took the jab. And they realized that they had animal side effects and Mm. they started, what they did was they took these people with side effects. Some of them were too difficult. They couldn't keep them in society at all. And so they killed them. But they also... Well, in the beginning, they didn't know what to do with them, and, but it turned out that they had to do something with them, so some, secretly, but that's where I came in. I had a lifetime there, and my, right. my role was to decide who would stay or who, were, who would go, but I didn't know they were being killed. I was told they would be taken to this island, and they would be taken care of, and that was a lie. I was just completely lied to. They would take them there and kill them there. They would actually evaporate them.
0: Right. I was going to say that it was like, it's like their cells became dust in a way, like yeah. separated wherever technology they were using. Now, this is ancient times. Now, this was the time of ancient. Atlantis people. Yeah, so Just keep that in mind. And right. another thing is, is that you mentioned was that in your book, I'm pretty sure it was your book as well. And you can confirm that because the hybrids, these children had mixed DNA with animal DNA, that they had a certain psychic power as yeah so they were using them for their psychic power
1: so what's really interesting was instead of killing them after there was just a bunch of chaos so they stopped killing them and they started testing them because what they realized was they were killing off these um animal hybrids that actually had some sort of ability and they thought we need to test this why are we killing these when we can use them (laughs) you know so they decided to utilize their abilities where they would harness the energy but what's really important to understand is that these hybrids that had a quote unquote side effect actually had this amazing ability where they could read crystals they could tap into ley lines they could get information from you know the universe there were so many abilities that they that they had that they didn't have before these side effects. So it's like, there, there is no, like, um, bad when it comes to this. But if you look at the jab going on with the uh, childhood jabs, you know, and the side effect of anyway, there's
0: choose wisely. (laughs) Okay,
1: well, you know, if you look at like the savant, you know, a side of that something that should be a disability, you know, people with autism that have that would be considered or Asperger's that are considered okay. disabled.
0: Like special needs. Yeah.
1: There is a new channel created in, their, in some of their minds that, that gives them some ability where they can memorize things. They can do all kinds of things that we can't. So you can see how like history repeats itself. These are side effects, but these are major abilities. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend who said that in her class, all the kids that had autism, the severe, you know, autism, they could communicate telepathically. And she was studying this. She could she could see how they were actually having full-on conversations with one another. So while it looks like there's a black and white to everything, there's not. There's so many abilities that can come out of whatever people consider bad, so to speak, if that makes sense.
0: All right, all right. Absolutely. Wow, interesting. So where did you begin after all that? <laughs> <laughs> so the next thing I want to mention is we're going to get into the the new earth and the, the new world order. So right now I'm going to give my definition of the new world order just to make it simple for everybody. So when I when I say the NWO, it's going to be, you know, old programs, ancient programs, negative beings, negative individuals, negative politics, negative ETs, anything on that side of the spectrum, even though there is a purpose for it, you know, it's kind of like we like a good video game, you know, good cop versus bad cop kind of thing. So that would be on that side. And another thing I would like to add is that for this playlist on YouTube, this is going to be called New Earth versus New World Order, and I will have all the episodes in there. I want to get 12 so far, and so far I'm not having any issues. Everybody that I've been reaching out to has said yes to the interview, and so far everything's been going pretty good, and everybody's booking. So I want to have 12 episodes, and then I want to just repeat and build up off of that. So the best way on YouTube is just to check out the playlist and start with episode one with Suzanne and then just work your way down. And then if you listen to this on iTunes or the podcast, all it's going to be is new earth versus NWO episode one, episode two, and episode three and so on. Just keep that in mind. And with that being said, I'll leave it to Sarah to give us her definition of what is the new earth.
1: Oh, okay. Well, It's important to understand, I think, a little bit about who we really are in our history first. because I like it. (laughs) Because what I keep being told by so many higher selves and beings is that it's really important for us to understand who we really are and why we're here. And who we really are is we're really this ancient grouping of beings that have traveled from planet to planet to see what the next and the next will bring and to have these experiences. And we've done this so many times. We've done this on so many planets. We've had the solar flash on other planets. We've made mistakes. We've destroyed our planet like Mars. Yes. Our yes. <laughs> the first this-
0: session was of a person that had a life on, I think it was Maldek, and how that planet was fighting Mars and they destroyed themselves. And when Maldek exploded, it took the atmosphere with it of Mars.
1: Wow. All these higher selves and beings keep saying that it's so important that we understand who we really are now, that we've been lied to for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And we need to understand why we're here and who we really are and why we're here. are We're these ancient grouping of beings that have traveled from planet to planet to see what the next and the next will bring and to have these experiences. We're here to do this and to move our energy. And we've done this so many times before, so many different planets, and we're just doing this again. You know, that's who we really are. We're really powerful creator beings.
0: Nice. So it's kind of like a theory that I have. So it seems like as a civilization, like let's say for Earth, for example, we can use this one, for example, with Earth. So it seems like once when Earth gets to a high point, a high civilization, that we hit i guess the top of the top of the realms i guess you could say after that we leave this planet and go on to another planet yeah and kind of like start the clock all over again raise it back up and rate you know raise up the vibration the technology and then repeat the process again
1: so many different earths so many different planets and we've tried so many different things i mean so many people can remember being on a different planet with the solar flash and how that was for them. I mean, it's like this huge awakening so quickly, sometimes not so fun, you know, because everyone's different after the solar flash. Or so many times we've destroyed our planet, like when we lived on Mars or other planets like that. And yeah, we've just done this so many times before. But this planet has a lot more life left to it, you know. Right. The, I've been told many times that it's we're not even halfway halfway done yet.
0: No, because because uh, I'm trying to put together like a PowerPoint. I've been working on it for like over a year now, but it'll be a PowerPoint where you know it kind of explains that little piece of information. So, so I just wanted to confirm that as well, and I can add. Well, I'll add one it to thing.
1: It. Well, they always have, we, we always have a backup planet. So I think that people have to understand that there are people that are, that know within their core that they're going to another planet when they ascend. And that's because there always is a backup planet. And there is another planet that we're seeding. Many people will ascend on this planet and will experience this ascension like Mother earth is experiencing on this planet but there are people that will go at least that's what i've been told to another planet and they're being it's being seated now there are clients that i have that are that feel as if they're pregnant and they wonder why they feel as if they lost some baby that they never knew about and a lot of times it's because that energy or that child is being you know used to be the new guide for this other planet Mm. when people do arrive at that other planet Because we don't just leave this planet and go back to this planet. A lot of times we go to many different planets. And there's other planets that have challenges like this planet.
0: So right now there's a backup planet with physical Mm -hmm. beings on it. Yeah.
1: But it's it's not like this planet. Because this planet, when we first started seeding this planet, while we were doing that, something really unexpected happened. And this fear virus attached itself to one of the ships or somehow it got here. So it's just created so much chaos ever since. And they were going to abandon this whole project, abandoning the the seeding, this experiment because of this fear virus. But they saw that life was growing on its own so they couldn't destroy the life. So they let it go. And that is why we are where we are now. And part of our ascension really is that we're shaking off a layer of our fear. So that's really one of the reasons why we're going through this right now.
0: Kind of brush off the fear, huh?
1: And there's so much energy surrounding the planet right now to kind of like create this chaos so that we can bring it up to the surface and shake it out. It's just the same thing that the earth is doing, the same thing you see everywhere. There's so much chaos right now to purge this layer of the fear virus.
0: Now, did the fear virus come in on uh, a ship or a meteorite?
1: You know, I don't know for sure. I've heard it's from a ship. Okay. That it attached itself to a ship. But also, I think Dolores said it came from a meteorite. So, yeah. I don't know.
0: Well, maybe one timeline, it was the ship. And the other timeline, it was, you know, the meteorite. You never know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because it could be both and it could be one for one person and one for a different one because, you know, or and timelines change.
0: The meteorite was a ship as well.
1: Oh, <laughs> bam! <laughs> <laughs> that could be it.
0: <laughs> like, uh what it reminds me of, I think it was Suzanne Spooner's uh, video where the guy was talking about that the moon, the moon was hollow. It was brought here and it had like underground bases on it no no it was my client that had that oh cool (laughs) it was my client man it it felt so real that's why that's why it was so real because it was my client she wanted to know more about the moon and it was pretty cool and it was brought here and it it used to be a base on another planet it was like an observation thing like star wars you know Uh they're like hey look guys yeah yeah, all can use this for your experiment you can have it have at it take it And we don't need it no more. And that's pretty much how I took it. And they just said, okay, they brought it to earth to help heal the earth because the earth was going through some terrible times. And it's a computer, some kind of computer, some kind of AI for the healing of the earth. And then also uh, you can use it as an observation thing.
1: Wow, that's cool. Uh, How How does it heal the earth?
0: I think what it does is that it helps it out where it, with frequency and with technology that, you know, that's out of our realms of thinking. But pretty much as simple as, you know, they say like the waves are coordinated with the moon and the ocean, the tides and everything. So all that could be a part of the healing as well, whereas things aren't so chaotic. So. I mean, that's what was coming to my mind as I was asking her questions and everything. But a couple of cool things was it was like uh, she said that we'll know more about the moon in the future and a lot more things will be disclosed, you know, the technology. And and that there's a group of individuals already using that technology, Mm -hmm. you know so some are good some are not too good (laughs) and but a lot of that's going to be disclosed and talked about in the future so I was like are we talking about immediate future are we talking about like you know when I'm 80 years old or something
1: (laughs) because the higher self is always like soon I'm like how soon is that? Because to them it's like soon means it could mean a hundred years, you know.
0: Yeah, like God, oh, the next lifetime. It's right off yeah. the corner. <laughs> soon. What are you worried about?
1: Like, <laughs> I know, seriously. Oh my so,
0: gosh. Uh, yeah, a lot of cool things. You know, had a client recently just just that's why I brought that up when you mentioned the ship or the meteorite. Well, I was like, well, they considered that moon to be a starship
1: so in the
0: session so I was like it made me think of the meteorite and I was like maybe that could have been a ship
1: wow you I mean you never know
0: depends on how you want to look at it you know yeah but I did have a question for you yeah um, earlier you said that we were being lied to and that we've been doing this for so long and it's kind of like we need to know where we came from and yeah. so the two things if you can go into more details of like what does that mean where we came from and then the second thing is what what we're being lied to about okay uh first thing would be you said we've come here before and we've done this before and so the solar flash you can go into that it's a solar flash so that's why some people talk about the solar flash is because they experienced it on another planet or another lifetime before
1: So the solar flash is always a potential because the future is not set. There's so many different potentials. Gotcha. And, but a lot of people do talk about the solar flash because we've done it before. And many people have memories of being on another planet when we had the solar flash and how that affected everybody. And it's quite harsh, honestly, to have a solar flash. I mean, it's you think it would be so great to have all this energy just wake you up. But look how hard our awakening is. You know, it's like if you were to wake up all of a sudden, just think about what that would be like. And and, and it's, it's quite difficult. Just like with all these energies hitting the planet right now, these energies are really helping us, you know, purge all this stuff that's when, within ourselves. But it's not so easy. But I mean back when we've done this before with the solar flash, everyone did evolve really quickly, but they evolved very quickly. Like they had the solar flash, then they stopped. They didn't need to reproduce anymore. They stopped doing the things they normally did because they were enlightened pretty much. So there's that. (laughs) So, you know, yeah. So I think a lot of people do talk about that in their sessions as far as like a memory. And I think- you know, there's nothing bad about it. Say it were to happen again, but I don't think that's what they want for this planet. I think they want us to evolve slowly because there's been many times when we've been on planets where it evolved really quickly, and that didn't really work out the best right. either.
0: And from what I understand, they want us to take our time with our development and go through the process.
1: Yeah, because this is an experiment. they oh, they always try it differently. But you asked me, what is the new earth? Yes. And uh, so the new earth that I've heard from other clients, well, there's two new earths kind of. Okay, I'm listening. There's the new earth. (laughs) You have a choice. Well, everybody has a choice, you know, before they incarnate. Are they going to ascend to the new earth that's not here? So that new earth they would ascend to is in a different galaxy away from us just like there are many other planets that people that leave their bodies go to when they're done with this planet so there's another earth that's being seeded because we always need a backup planet and that planet does not have the fear virus that we were talking about earlier
0: yes and that was going to be one of my questions is that that was the difference between that planet and this planet and the biggest thing is is the fear virus
1: right they i mean what I've heard is that you still have challenges on that other earth, but it's so much lighter. In fact, there's the gravity is lighter, things are different. I believe there's two suns or two moons or something like that, and it's really pretty, different colors. But then the other new earth is on this planet. So because this planet is raising its vibration and we are raising our vibrations, if we wanna stay on this planet, We raise our vibration to match this planet. And this planet's going through what we're going through. You know, all the stuff with purging, the chaos, it's the same for the planet. We are the planet. We're all basically one, Mm -hmm. which is interesting because if you um, are, like, say, in a different planet where they, um, where it's important to be evolved as an evolved being, you have to learn that you're all one by going through this, like, kind of initiation where you um, where you basically are shocked into enlightenment, so <laughs> to speak, going through this vortex. And you, lear- you learn that life is just a game, that we are just all one. And you learn how powerful you are. And then all your insecurities go away because you realize, oh, I am everybody I see. And then you feel compassionate to them. But we don't do that here. We learn right. the hard way. This is more of a, um, you know, you're really in this game. Like my kids like it, you know, this is like the best video game ever. You're really in it.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) We love a good video game. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, because in a way, it's kind of like, you know, to have a good video game, you got to have like a certain plot, a certain scenario play out, you know, you need to know the good versus the bad. And from what I understand, that's part of the enlightenment to understand both sides of the coin.
1: I mean, if you look at it, like if you look at life, what's going on right now from your own perspective, just out through your eyes, it's so different than if you're a QHHT practitioner, you know, and you only get this higher perspective because you're talking to so many higher selves and they they always say, you know, things are okay. This is just chaos before it gets better. Because if you look at history, there's always chaos before it gets better. Mm -hmm. There'd always be like a war or something or a ton of chaos. And then there's like a golden age.
0: Right. So in any of your sessions, did anything come through? Like why the earth is ascending? Why is the earth raising its vibration? Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. So I was like, why now? <laughs> why is this all happening now? And it's because of us, they keep saying that because finally we're allowed to know that this is a possibility and we're such powerful creators and the earth hears us. So we're like the same, like the earth is a consciousness and it's, it's learning too. So it's like, we're learning. Now we have access to this information like we're able to connect like this and learn all this stuff. And since each person is a powerful creator, we're bringing all these like-minded people up to this new level and we're able to do it finally. It would have never, you know, it would have been very hard like back in the day when we didn't have this kind of way to connect.
0: Interesting. I know you know this answer. What are some of the things to expect with the new earth?
1: oh here
0: yes uh,
1: okay (laughs) okay like technology that can clean up our oceans and just a new way of seeing one another Uh, people will be able to really communicate with uh, one another based on who that other person is rather than the way they look and it's really supposed to be such a great time to be alive we're really supposed to be able to enjoy our lives here on this planet it sounds so wonderful when the higher selves talk about it. And then I look around and I'm like, wait a minute, this is not matching up. But they say, they keep saying it soon, you know? So I believe it because so many people come in and, and talk about this or their higher selves talk about it. Nice. And just seems like it's going to get a little chaotic before it gets better.
0: Yeah, I heard. I heard things are going to get worse before it gets better. So, yeah. I know you've answered this question once before, or you told me this once before that are you still getting that? We're, we're actually still doing a pretty good job of everything, yeah, even though everything's fantastic.
1: Well, I mean, even look around in your neighborhood, you know, there's so many more people that are different after everything that's happened that are learning about themselves, that are looking inwards, that are asking questions, people really are this has been such a catalyst for this change and there's so many more people that are you know i don't want to be like say enlightened you know like awake i i don't mean to like judge the people that are not you know thinking this way just more questioning more basically
0: yes Matter back um uh, my last session it was question everything
1: <laughs> yeah
0: question everything as much as possible question everything so with the new earth and everything with all the great things that's going on the great technology that's that's coming out or coming our way why would the new world order the NWO why would they try to stop that
1: well okay there's but I mean it's control it's power they don't really Want us to have the power it's all money driven, basically, you can just follow the money with anything and see you know see the answer with that
0: oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, they don't want to let go of that power, let go of that that money either you know, so yeah, between the two communities you got the light worker community like yourself the q h h t community and and others, and then you have the uh, I like to call it the rabbit hole community pretty much. So it seems like there's similar terms, you know, end to end, God wins, dark to light. You got to go through the darkness to get to the light. What's good for one is good for all. Where we go one, we go all kind of thing. Is is there a reason why there's so many similarities between the two?
1: Oh, you mean like, why do they see you? Okay, I see what you're yeah, saying. Why,
0: why you hear both terms in a QHHT session? Or a hypnosis session. And then when you hear, you know, from the other community that they use very similar terms as well, it's a little bit different, but similar.
1: Well, Um, maybe they're tapping in, maybe they're asking questions. So they're tapping into something. Gotcha. And then they're spreading that information. Maybe some of it's true.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, because maybe they're they're picking up on that information as well.
1: Right. I mean, I know it's been said that like some of the rabbit hole community, maybe they're tapping into too much fear. I know I have been told that it's, you know, you can look at it that way and really immerse yourself in that fear. And that's not always the best place to stay. But a lot of times it's better to take a higher look at everything, you know, true, but true. I mean, I'm glad that there are some people, you know, trying to like, push us in a good direction or trying to look out for all of our best interests and fighting you know because i'm not a fighter and i don't really go down those rabbit holes that much but i really have an open mind because i feel like we're each our own powerful creator and if you create that world for yourself i believe it would be true
0: gotcha perfect and you mentioned the solar flash Uh, Would that be the same thing as the wave of light, the solar flash, or is that something different?
1: I think there's so many different ways that we have planned to wake up, wake ourselves up. But right now, I have been told that there's a, a huge light, a huge energy force surrounding our planet right now, waking up people. Because what it's doing is it's bringing up all this chaotic emotions from within us so that we can purge it, so that we can get rid of a layer, a level of fear, not only from ourselves. I mean, a lot of people are purging their ancestors' trauma right now. And so they feel like that this is such a hard time to be in. Especially very sensitive people, but they're doing it. And a lot of higher selves just say, just keep like, keep purging, let it out. Try to go into nature and connect with nature and connect with other like minded people. Because when you're connecting with another person, it really helps, you know, suppress your parasympathetic nervous system and not suppress it, I mean, calm it. So, you know, you'll be calmed by talking to somebody else or going in nature. And it's, that's one of the best things to do or laugh, you know, try to look at these situations as if they're funny, to find some humor in it, to change and lighten things as you get all this junk out from, you know, your ancestors or your past lives or whatever you're clearing right now with all this energy hitting the planet.
0: Yeah. I've heard it once before, like go out mother nature ground yourself get out get unplugged from the computer and yeah you know take a breather get away from technology you know yeah swimming (laughs) yeah stuff like that
1: i keep hearing like if you can find a place that's really you know nice where you can feel love energy especially that that's really important and helpful during these times You know, to try to feel how much you love the earth and to send that love to the earth and then to feel it being reciprocated and coming back to you, that that can just, just that little simple thing can create a lot of peace in your life.
0: You hear the three days of darkness and you, you kind of hear that as well from the other community, but has any information come from your sessions with anything that dealt with like the three days of darkness or 10 days of darkness by any chance?
1: I think there's so many future potentials. And it's so funny because people will ask this question and some of the times the answers are, we can't tell you or it would have to be changed. You can't know (laughs) this, if, you know, one thing that they say is that if too many people knew something that was a future potential, that because we're such powerful creators, we would create it.
0: Uh, So
1: they don't like to give that kind of information (laughs) to-
0: That's smart, that is smart.
1: That it's always good to stock up on things, you know, like to stock up on things in case you need clean water and some food just in case. But to not put that out as like, this is going to happen, but just so that you feel secure within yourself in case you needed something like that.
0: Yeah. And with me and Sarah, you know, I I live in the South as well. You know, we do carry, you know, extra food, extra water. There's hurricane supplies just for that alone you know, we stock up on certain things. So it's always useful to have that
1: stuff handy. And I say we put out into the universe that everything will be great because if we can create something, (laughs) I mean, look how powerful we are. We could create this amazing society. One thing I keep hearing is that we're meant to create this amazing, loving society where a lot of people will end up living in these communities and kind of bring back the Lemurian way of life you know, back where we um, live off the land. And a lot of people are switching to like a plant-based diet and learning to, you know, find different trades where they can help people. And it kind of seems like we're going in that direction as well, even though it looks so, you know, chaotic.
0: Ah, That's interesting. Another YouTuber, he talks about the news and everything. He's commentary. And one of his guests did say that, yeah, one of the biggest things that we miss in the boat on is community, that we need to come together as a community. Like, just like you were saying, you know, like coming together and like helping out one another in our communities. So when
1: people look into the future potentials, that's one of the biggest ones that always pops up. Like, oh, yeah, this will happen. This will be soon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, how soon? (laughs)
0: nice nice because
1: we're supposed to be within a community that's another reason why if you're depressed if you can connect with another like-minded person you feel so much better
0: yes yes because you're on that same type of wavelength that's yeah energy yeah so you brought us some interesting things that how we're powerful creators and we create now realities and We talked about community. Is there anything else that we can do to help out with the New Earth?
1: Oh yeah. Okay. So, I was asking this question for me.
0: Honestly, (laughs) it's like
1: sometimes I feel powerless. You know, to help other people, what can I do? And um, they were saying, well, one, you know, one thing you can do that makes such a huge impact is just go about your day where you are kind to other people. I mean, this is such a simple, obvious thing, but if you can do some nice things for other people, it's contagious. And to be your authentic self, they say, Mm -hmm. if you go out into the world and you're authentically who you really are, not like, you know, oh, I'm Sarah, but who I really am, this eternal being, you know, and, you know, just loving, you know, to be your authentic self and go into the world doing kind things that it will spread like wildfire. And you will, you will change people. You will change what we're going through that. That's so powerful.
0: Interesting. And any tips or information on how to raise your vibrations? Cause it seems oh, like it goes sure. hand in hand.
1: Yeah. Well, I think for lazy people, like for me, like me, myself just watching comedy raises Uh, your vibration or those funny kitten videos you know
0: (laughs) or little cat (laughs) videos
1: yeah but there's so many different things you can do and you can even just ask your spiritual team hey guys i would like to raise my vibration and they can only help you when you ask
0: yes it's very important to ask for that help yeah very very important so Mm -hmm. because it's like they won't intervene or they won't help you out if you don't ask
1: yeah they can't they can't intervene exactly
0: next question would be what are some of the things that need to change for the new earth to happen what are some of the things that need to change
1: well it's happening no matter what we do so i don't think there are things that need to change i think it's like it's going to happen
0: <laughs> it's all this chaos <laughs> no is. Um, <laughs> yeah it,
1: it's it's like um like what's happening within ourselves, you know, we are tapping into this other dimension all the time. A lot of times, you know, you'll purge something, like you'll get rid of all that, you won't really realize what's going on, but you'll get rid of something. And then you, you find yourself, dimension, so to speak, you find yourself like in this really blissful state, it might be fleeting, but that's what the fifth di- dimension is like, is what they, have told me
0: so do you have any recommendations for anyone to i know we talk about raising their vibrations but also to protect themselves from negative energies
1: okay that's a really good i like that um question because there's a couple of different ways to think about it i mean one is that we are so powerful and that you shouldn't need this protection because you are so powerful, but some people feel better with protection. So I've just been told to just, if you feel like you need protection to just put a bubble of white light around yourself and ask, ask your spiritual team because they help you when you ask. And if you ask them, Hey, I want to be protected, then they have to do it. So it could be as good as that. But I think also, You know, it's easy to get into a negative spiral with everything that's going on. And it's okay to feel your feelings. It's okay to go into these, you know, really sad things that bubble up to the surface so that you can let them go. I think it's good to know that you, that, you know, this is happening to everybody right now. So you're not alone in that and to go into that feeling in order to bring it up to let it go.
0: Perfect, I like it, I like it. It makes sense because if you feel like you do need it and so be it, here's some tips, but in a way you're a powerful being. So you're ready for- well,
1: <laughs> I did have this one client and they were um, exploring like the in-between and they saw these beings that they considered negative. And it was funny because I said, well, what makes them a negative being? And the person said, oh, well, they're still alive. They're just exploring. They've left their body, you know, they're sleeping. So they've left their body and they're traveling around. But what makes this person, or what makes this a negative being is they, they're in a negative thought pattern, like a loop where they're constantly negative, thinking about negative things, how much they ah. hate this and hate that. And so I asked, mm-hmm. like, so your thoughts are that powerful, It can make you a negative being when you leave your body and you go to sleep? And they're like, yeah. So I was like, well do you get scared when you see these negative beings? And and they were like, oh no. I just like imagine like a funny dog ear or uh, like a tongue wagging and it totally <laughs> changes the shape of this negative being. So I was like, and plus they they only are fed by fear. So, you know, if you don't give them any, they don't care.
0: So these would be like individuals that are like negative Nancys kind of thing. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. Negative,
0: the worst outcome
1: of everything. Right, Right. But see on a level, there is no negative because we're all one, but this is a video game. So we need some negative players, you know, it's like you be the negative one this time. All right. And then next life I'll be the negative one. So there is no bad, but yes, when you're in looking through our eyes, our meat suit, you know, it looks like, you know, we call it negative.
0: Right. And that makes sense sense too, because, uh, you know, you got positive, negative, and then you have source and source covers all so it's not really negative and positive it's just all one it's just a duality you know for us to experience both sides of the spectrum but yeah. if anything everything is just neutral you know right so oh, you, it's- you keep calling it a video game I was like man you, you making me want to put my PowerPoint presentation together <laughs> <That> <laughs> I need to finish it that I've been working on for over a year <laughs>
1: well you know it's so funny um' was two days ago my client asked what's the difference between new souls and old souls Ah, i was like how does a soul become a new soul that was my client's question and the higher self said oh it's just whenever the soul becomes aware of itself like a piece of source is like oh hey i'm aware of myself then they're a soul Uh i was like that's interesting
0: oh so like if if that soul is leaving source or being disconnected from source that's when they become a new soul kind of thing well
1: first they become aware of themselves that's like the first step and uh, then they can decide what they want to do
0: right so now they're aware and now they me- need to make the decision of what to do next hey what to right like, go experience yeah. go explore you know right am i up for the earth challenge <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: Nice. That's interesting. That is new news to me. So before I forget this question, and we talked earlier, and you said that like, we kind of need to know where we came from. I don't know if you have any for more information with that. But also, you mentioned that we've been lied to for so long. And I wanted to know, and I know you have some juicy information, like what are some of the things we're being lied to about?
1: Oh my gosh. I mean, there's so, there's so (laughs) much. I mean, well, first of all, what we, we come from source, you know, basically we, we are source. So that's, that's number one thing that we've been lied to, but we're extremely powerful. If we, we can create worlds, we create, you know, everything we see. So that's another one. And we can do we're so powerful that we can do anything. We literally create our own life. So we can have like this whole bubble of creation and it's different than somebody else's.
0: Mm, that's so interesting.
1: I mean, they don't want us to know this because then they wouldn't have control and power over us. If we just believed right. everything we were told and didn't really look into who we really were, then we could just keep, you know, working for them basically but when we see who we really are we have so much power we can change anything we wanted to
0: right yeah and that was one of the questions that my client had in July was like you know that we're more powerful than what we think we can create things that we we don't even know that we could create because at a young age we weren't taught how to create certain things with our minds so I thought Mm -hmm. that was interesting and to question a lot of things and kind of like what you're saying is like we've been lied to for so long that we don't really question anything we just I know accept it (laughs) I know you know we just go with it and accept it
1: but I think people are questioning now people are really learning to look within themselves and see who they really are
0: yeah it's almost like a great awakening (laughs)
1: i've heard that term before
0: (laughs) (laughs) which brings me to the next question has that ever came up any type of great awakening which is another term that you hear in both communities has that ever been brought up in any of your sessions
1: oh my gosh yeah all the time i mean they were even talking about this like years before the quarantine and everything saying that the great awakening was happening and a lot of it is because of our technology, because there's crystals in our phones and our, you know, computers and the way we're communicating with one another, we're able to find out all this information, this information, learn about who we really are, you know, when we didn't have that before. We're really getting close to where we were towards the end of Atlantis. I mean, as far as our technology, we're we're coming to that, that spot where we're getting that same kind of technology, some of it.
0: Nice. Perfect. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of in Dolores Cannon's books, like why a lot of people from Atlantis is living in this time. One, to work out karma, which you discuss in your book, some of the things that happen. And you even had a session, which that YouTube video is on guardians of magic, where a lot of healing needed to be done for us to move on. And that a lot of things that happen now, you know like the our lifestyles is very similar to our lifestyles in atlantis so that's why another reason why so many souls are here today to experience all this and to do things right yeah (laughs) you know
1: things different yeah
0: have like a second opportunity i don't know if you have anything on this information but here's an interesting question that just came to mind you know just like and you can confirm it i have a thought of it but It would be cool to get some confirmation, but just like how we have access to, you know, people going under hypnosis and accessing these records, these other realms, these past lives, and the NWO, the dark ones, you know, do they have access to this as well? That would be interesting to find out.
1: Oh my gosh, that's a great question. Well, I've heard that they... Okay. I mean, who knows if this is true, but I've heard their contract is, is coming to an end What that they have fire. to leave. <laughs> so they're not really allowed to live on this, in this air, this, I don't know if I want to call it dimension <laughs> this, uh, where we're going, they're not allowed to be
0: this higher vibration. probably. Yeah.
1: And plus, why would you want to, you know, why would you want to be dark if you go into this other you know vibration basically
0: yeah the only thing i think of is that maybe that's all they're used to and that's their lifestyle kind of thing and that's what they're programmed to do that's why i mentioned old programs (laughs) right right so yeah that was always a question that i always had like do they have access to the same thing that we have access to and then uh the next part of this would be DNA has have you gotten anything about our DNA changing for the new I Earth? think
1: our DNA is always changing and I think a lot of people are visited or contacted in their sleep just to make sure they're doing okay and that their DNA is the way it's supposed to be there's like the a car. lot of programs going on <laughs> you know where they're like checking on people and making sure they're able to handle these energies or handle this planet and I've heard our DNA is changing, definitely that we're becoming more crystalline. And also that, you know, just so that we can handle these new energies, we, we have to change, we have to adapt, and we're able to handle all these toxins. So we're always adapting.
0: Interesting. For our DNA to change. You mentioned crystal, like crystalline.
1: Yeah, that's what I've heard that are that our... are any
0: information on that? Like, what does that mean? I've heard that once before. I,
1: yeah. One of my, this is a long time ago, but one of them said that she went and had her blood drawn and they noticed that it was different. It had like little crystals in it. Oh, ah, hmm. so, interesting.
0: Know. Comment below. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had blood work? And they said, oh, your blood is different. Yeah. <laughs> the crystals <Okay>. in it. <laughs> I wasn't too sure if that was more like an energy type thing, crystalline, but I've heard that once before and it's, it's ironic. I I was reading Dolores Cannon's book and then also I was watching Alba Wyman's, one of her videos and sure enough, one of her sessions, it was brought up in that.
1: Oh, it's interesting.
0: And the only (laughs) thing I can remember from it was that it just have access to our DNA and our memories kind of thing. Like that crystalline (laughs) DNA just like a memory is being built up on it. That's hard. I
1: I mean, information is everywhere right now because it used to be so kind of like the, the information was lower and now it's come up and risen and it's everywhere. You can go so far into all this information just by tapping in just a little bit. So, I mean, we're definitely, I mean, we're changing. People are becoming more telepathic. People are, uh, feeling as if they have new like psychic powers, you know? So we're definitely changing. Our brains are definitely evolving as well as our bodies.
0: We can handle
1: so much.
0: That's one of the questions that I was going to ask next is like, what are some of the changes with the DNA just like that? So the psychic abilities. And so what does that mean? Like we'll be more connected.
1: Well, I think eventually we'll be like other planets where we speak telepathically. Because that seems to be the way the evolution goes. So eventually I'll be like, and you'll know what I said.
0: <laughs> like Sarah told me, her lips yeah. weren't moving. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Exactly. I've heard that once before. I can't remember where, but you know how we always say like math is the universal type of language and it. wanted uh-huh. someone said it somewhere. They're like, no, it's actually us being telepathic as universal. Thing. communication I was like but well, that makes sense <laughs> you yeah. know hint hint you mentioned one of the thing one of the things we've been lied to or or not no access to and that was one of the things was that you know uh, at a young age would not learn how to speak telepathically
1: right
0: so, and I thought that was pretty cool right next would be have you Gotten any information about the great reset? And my question is Is the great reset more for the new earth? Because I see similarities between the two, or is the great reset more for the control for the NWO? And what you well, think?
1: I think it's both because a lot of times when people are tapping into the new earth on this planet. They keep saying it'll be more like trade, like there will be like a lot of people that are healers, and then there's going to be a lot of people that do other trades, like more, you know, like people that know how to grow things, and the money system will kind of like fade away, so to speak. So that will be you.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> And yeah, then, that would
0: be a big there's reset. Always, <laughs> there's
1: always, you know, the controllers that, you know, want to take all our money. So, gotcha. but if you but if you have a currency of trade, then you can't take that basically.
0: Right, right. Because you're working on some kind of trade, some kind of deal, helping one another out. And I know we talked about this a little bit earlier, but just to confirm, and there's tons of information on my other YouTube channel, Guardians of Magic with Atlantis stuff, but is there any other similarities that you're noticing that happened during the Atlantis or Lemurian times that is happening now?
1: Oh, well, there's so much. Well, so many people are here and they're so triggered by so many things happening that they remember or they feel like uh, a certain way about like the jabs. I think a lot of Atlanteans that were from that time period feel especially triggered about everything going on with that and then there's many Lemurians or you know a lot of people are both because those those civilizations lasted for thousands and thousands of years but many that feel very triggered by the earth changes you know because many people died in a terrible uh, tidal wave. And also the control system to feel lied to. I feel like it's triggering for everyone. And that's another reason why a lot of people are back here to be triggered again and to go through this all again with everybody we went through it with before and to do (laughs) things differently and to release all that trauma.
0: Now, this one would be more for you. Like what is... What are you noticing through your sessions that you starting to notice? Cause I, I noticed with you, you're getting like similarities between each session. What kind of things is coming through your sessions?
1: Oh man, there's so much, but there's a lot of messages. It seems like recently from ETs. Okay. Just, yeah. Just to, you know, a lot of them have, I mean, there's no good, there's no bad, there's no wrong way to do anything, but a lot of them come back because they're you you know, future versions of ourselves, trying to tell us not to go down the same route that they went, where they had so much technology, and they just kept developing technology and technology. And eventually, they got to the point where they couldn't reproduce anymore, they don't eat anymore, there's no need to do anything, they just have technology, and they can't live anymore. So to find a natural route is what they keep saying. Uh Or if you're going to have technology, find a balance.
0: Gotcha. So these are, would you say these are humans that's coming from the future? They're humans.
1: come, and, And when you don't eat anymore, your face changes or when, you know, when you don't, when you just don't have the sun anymore, your skin turns a different color. So just, and you, you look different. So they come from the future just to, you know, tell the client. Hey, don't go down that route, you know. Let's go down a more natural route. Let's do these things different and to, you know, ah. share that with your, you know, community so to speak. But uh, they're coming through this different people like gotcha. not just my clients.
0: Gotcha. So that's why some of these future humans, I guess that's why they kind of don't look like humans even though they're from the future is because of right. stuff like that.
1: Because eventually, like, so if you continue with the technology, eventually we have the next step is like designer babies. No one has babies the regular way anymore. And then, you know, you keep going with the technology and new developments, and then you forget the natural side of of life. You know, you don't need to eat eventually. And you just keep going. And then eventually there is nothing. So Sometimes they come down and they say, hey, don't forget the, you know, the natural part of life, the clean eating, the, you know, being in nature and, you know, you don't need all this other, other stuff, you know, but there is no bad. We've done this so many times, like as a, as a grouping, we've done this so many times on so many different planets and we're continuously looking for other planets.
0: Right. <laughs> And it's almost like to continue the cycle of life. That's what it it comes to my mind, is that you just got to keep continuing the cycle of life, you know?
1: Yeah. For experiences, because you're, I mean, you can't kill a soul. You know, after you leave, you, you know, you're not dead, really, at all. In fact, it's like the opposite. You're finally like, oh, yeah, I'm out of this meat suit. You know what I mean? But, you're, <laughs> but your soul wants to have experiences. So you want to come into this physical body and have an experience and keep seeing what will happen next. You know, how can I progress this soul to another level? Or how can I have that experience? Oh, I want to drown next time. I'm going to come back and do that, you know, so I can have that experience, you know, keep we keep progressing, trying Mm. to do things, all different kinds of things. So, yeah, we want we want that experience.
0: Here's a fun question. Why do we want those experiences? Why do we want to experience all those different things?
1: Because if our energy was stagnant, nothing would be nothing. It would be so boring. And like if you go to, if you live on another planet where it's just blissful all the time, I think I would personally enjoy that. But <laughs>
0: because I've, but be I've boring after heard a while.
1: about it. But they say it's boring, you know, bliss gets boring. What kind of movement can you mo- what can you have from bliss? You're blissful, that's it. So you connect and everything's so peaceful and that's it. There's no, it, you don't really get this wealth of information, this experience like you get on this type of earth, you know?
0: Right, right. Because it sounds like those other planets where everything is so easy and blissful that you, yeah. you're living up here and you're staying up here. You really... Yeah not experiencing anything you're not experiencing much
1: i i made myself this little regression because i was just i don't know why i was bored one day and i was like let me just see where i would go let me make myself a regression and i went to this other planet and it was so blissful i really did not want to leave ever in fact i've decided i want to go to that planet when i'm yeah. done with this because <laughs> it was so pretty it was so nice Oh
0: sarah there's no round two <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, here I'll be back, but no, it was so blissful and people were so kind. I mean, the, these like beings have these huge eyes just full of love. And I'm like, I could deal with this bliss planet.
0: Did they look like us or did they look like a totally different alien race? It
1: looked like, al- it looked like an alien. It was, um, I guess my family was like really white skinned and had like a big head, really Dark, dark brown eyes, like the brown eyes were huge. And I just said, Okay, I'm going to go to Earth right now because I was doing a regression and on myself. That's <laughs> and I said, I'm going to go to Earth. And I got in this like travel sphere and I was going to teach people compassion. I remember that and about like how powerful your compassion was. But then I forget the rest because I didn't, you know, record myself or anything.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what we need to do? Uh, we need to do a session just like this. And you put yourself in your self regression, and then I can record it for you and ask you some questions.
1: Except this time, don't wake me up, because I would like to stay there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Be like, I'm just gonna let her stay there and sleep. <laughs> don't wake her up. She's busy. <laughs> she She's on another planet. <laughs> right. Is there anything else that's coming through your sessions? that you've been noticing that's pretty useful for anybody to know about?
1: Oh my gosh, so many things. Well, I think it would be helpful for people to understand that the body is a powerful messenger because I have had a lot of clients curious about what what will happen if they have to get the jab. You know, will they die or are they going to be okay? What if their loved ones get the jab? And I'm told by the higher selves that since the body is such a powerful messenger, and we are powerful. That you, if you don't need a side effect to teach you something, then you don't need one, and you can just mm-hmm. state that to your to your body, basically. Or if you don't want to get a virus for whatever reason, um, I notice that some people's higher cells say they receive things like viruses, if they need to take a break or to go inwards or to, you know, they're working too hard. So if you just Um, tell the universe, look, I don't need this lesson. I don't need this side effect to teach me anything. Um, Mm. you know, that's very powerful.
0: Wow. That is, that is because if you have a side effect and a reaction to it, it's like, Hey, maybe you should take a break or maybe you should take time to look within or, you know, time to, you know look for information anything like that
1: exactly and if if you are planning on passing ever it's something that you've already chosen it doesn't seem like there's any accidents within this but if somebody you love passes just remember there is no death they just got out of their meat suit and maybe they went to the bliss planet so you know they could have lucked out <laughs>
0: you like <laughs> lucky ones <laughs> i know <laughs> i have joked around about it but it's almost like uh you should get a t-shirt like hey i survived earth i did it and you get a. T-shirt. yeah i think we should
1: <laughs> we should make a t-shirt but wait we can't wear the t-shirt yet though
0: i know huh? we, have, we to have to survive on the other side. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe by then we'll we'll remember our past lives so we will get the shirt
0: or you could say, hey, so far I've survived there a thousand times and I got this t-shirt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you should make that t-shirt, Jason. I'm going to buy one.
0: There you go. I'm going to put Karen on the graphics right now. Oh,
1: <laughs> right. I'm buying one. I'll be your first customer.
0: Perfect. I always thought that would be funny because e- even reading like Dolores Cannon's book and even her YouTube videos where she says like Earth is the hardest school and it's like It's like, yeah, you should get something when you're done, like a t shirt or something. Yeah, I got this t shirt. (laughs) I survived Earth.
1: (laughs) And all I got was this lousy t shirt like Mm -hmm. that.
0: (laughs) So, with that being said, how about you tell everybody what you do and what, if someone wants to have a session with you to contact you, tell everybody what you do and where you locate it and how they can get in touch with you.
1: So I'm a level three QHHT practitioner, and I'm located in the Florida Keys. And you can go to my website, www.theholistichypnotist.com. It's the, the, theholistichypnotist.com. And my book is now available on Audible, Amazon, and Kindle. And it's also going to be available in Spanish sometime this week. So I'm super excited about it.
0: Perfect. Now, since you brought up the book, what would you tell individuals if it's the first time ever hearing about your book? What would you say to catch their attention? Like, what do you recommend? I know um, there's so much, but what comes to mind that that people like, oh, yeah, that, that is interesting?
1: Well, this whole thing came about by chance. So it was so set up by the universe for all this information to come out to people. I mean, Jen, initially she started with a session with me to heal this brain condition and her brain condition was healed. And that's how powerful this information is. I mean, her body healed this brain condition because she no longer needed the message. But what was so important was to get this message out. And there's so much information in that book that I feel like can really help somebody living their life nowadays, especially with everything that's going on. I feel like the book helps people find peace.
0: Mm, That's interesting. That's pretty good. And for her website and her YouTube channel, I'll have a link in the description as well so you can find her website. And I highly recommend the book. I'm a big Atlantis fan, so I bought it right away. And one day, Sarah's going to sign his book so I can have my signed copy of it. (laughs) And you told me you're working on a second book. Is there anything you can share about the second book?
1: Oh, my gosh. The second book is just so fascinating as I'm putting it together because I'm not writing it. The universe is writing it through (laughs) my clients. I love it. So it's just really it's really amazing. It's just so neat to be able to witness this for myself. And I can't wait to share it with everybody so they can witness it and experience it themselves too. It should be done in December. It's really interesting because, you know, Jen and I uncovered all that information about Atlantis and Lemuria, but... I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to find out more about that woman from the 70s who killed herself who like found out all this information. So what's so cool is we started going into that lifetime and there was so much more that she had uncovered with her hypnotherapist. (laughs) so funny, past life in a past life regression, you know, but um, so we're pulling all (laughs) that information out. And it's really interesting, like about the planet where she i guess came from this time around um and what's funny is so many clients talk about this planet and all the information in that planet the information on this planet just a lot of history and it's oh my gosh what's really interesting is we were you know i was trying to get i want to get the name of this woman so badly because she lived in the 70s so it wasn't that long ago Right, right so i found out her name was christy it's so hard to get her last name. Anyway, I was, I took, I regressed Jen to when she left the mental institution and I had her look at the doors and looking for a name of this mental institution in New York City back in the seventies. And she saw it, she saw it, it, said Bellevue. So I was like, oh, finally a name, you know? <clears throat> and then she noticed that she w- when she left the mental institution she was able to go to the Brooklyn Bridge and that's where she killed herself. So I looked on a, on a map of where the Bellevue Hospital was, and it is in walking distance. You can go from that hospital to the bridge. So that was really confirming. And they closed that hospital down in the 80s. Mm. It's really, really neat to see old pictures of that hospital because it's just like what Jen described. So it's very it was very confirming. It was neat to kind of get a glimpse into her, that life that she lived right before this one.
0: Nice. That is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Well, of course, when, whenever that book comes out, I have an open platform for the interview. So you know that. And you mentioned the individual three. was. Are you in communication with that individual?
1: Yes. He's moving to Key West and we're planning on working together. We've already worked together three times.
0: To- <laughs>
1: three times. We've already worked together <laughs> three times. I just Uh realized it was three
0: times, but yeah. Just like the trident. Yeah, I
1: know.
0: And speaking of trident, there's an interesting clue in Sarah's book that talks about the trident. So evidently it has it has a special power that I never knew about. So I'm gonna use that with my sci-fi action movie. Nice. (laughs) Is there anything else you wanted to share or talk about today that we did not talk about so far?
1: Well, I just think it's really important to know that we will be okay, that we will make it through this, that the higher selves have said things will be amazing, get through this chaos, don't give up. And, you know, before the great, the magic happens, you know, so Uh, just, just remember that when you're going through the chaotic times.
0: What are some of the tips for individuals to get through these chaotic times?
1: Okay, one is like meditate, drink a ton of water because water clears out everything, the toxins. And not only that, energetically, you're releasing a lot of this trauma too as you drink a lot of water. So drink lots of water, (laughs) be in nature and find other like-minded people and talk with them because you're not alone.
0: Perfect, perfect great great information oh i know what it was have any of your clients booked a session with you since you live in the keys did they make a vacation out of it
1: oh my gosh all the all the time
0: <laughs> in fact
1: even my client today she was from delaware so oh. a lot of people come to this area because i live on an island and they come and make a vacation out of it but i'm pretty booked in advance so i'm booked until may of next year right now
0: wow that yeah. much that's yeah. awesome you're gonna have yeah. to have a waiting list
1: <laughs> but i always oh, i get cancellations you know mm-hmm. but you know there's plenty of other practitioners on the website if you want something quicker
0: yeah absolutely absolutely yeah, like Jason. that's right that's right i'm getting kind of busy myself uh,
1: wow that's great yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of, and then another thing that to add to this video that I thought, since we're talking about clients as well, when I started this, this episode, this series, the new earth versus the new world order, she came in July, let's say 23rd. And my first interview with Suzanne was like the 28th or the 29th or so on. And some of her questions was relating to some of the topics that I was bringing up. I'm like reading her questions and I'm like, you know, your questions is kind of relating to this YouTube video collaboration that I'm going to be putting together and interviewing these practitioners. And she's like, really? I said, yeah. I was like, what are the odds of that happening?
1: (laughs) See, it's so set up. It's like so divinely planned. You know, there are no coincidences.
0: Right. Over the weekend, a guy came in for a session and everything, and he connected. He was seeing everything so vivid his past wow. life. Like colors, sounds, details. And I'm like, man, this is good. This is good. And some of his questions at the end for the higher self is pretty good. Like I like the one where uh talk about meditation, going within And then another thing was, you know, questioning everything, you know, just don't accept it, question it, you know, you stand in your power kind of thing and question it. And what was pretty cool was kind of like opposite of what he was kind of telling me, you know, we were sitting down talking and everything, you know, he wasn't too sure, like what's going on in the world today, you know, wasn't, you know, everything's happening, you know, what should I do with my life? Where should I go? And then his higher self just came in and was like releasing all that information.
1: I feel that like that really helps helps <laughs> to make it more valid because you know you can see that he was one person or he knew one thing, and then his higher self is telling you all this other information. It kind mm-hmm. of reminds me of Jen. She didn't know anything about anything at all, like as far as like Dolores Canon or any of this information. And then all of a sudden, her higher self is saying all this stuff about all these things and the seeding of the earth. And how would she know that consciously? And she didn't. So it was really interesting. So that's so cool. You had that session. It sounds amazing. I want to hear it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hugh, going to try to edit that video and post it and then cool. have him approve it first and then see if I get the blessings, their approval. Nice. So That's was great. there anything else that is coming through before uh, we wrap it up and call it a night? Because I have two yeah. more questions for you at the end of this uh, video.
1: Okay. Um, is there
0: anything else that you're like, man, this would be a great tip for everybody. Or great oh, education? my
1: gosh. There's, you know, they seem to give the same tips to almost everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because they don't know each other and they don't know these tips, but we as practitioners hear them all the time. And it's basically those tips that I just said, but, you know, it's interesting because I get a lot of clients that have trouble dealing with negative people and they're like, how do I deal with these negative people? You know, like their life is great. And then they interact with this negative person because of course it's somebody very close to them, you know, and so they're always asking on tips for that, and the higher self's always giving these tips, like, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, uh, try to bring humor into this relationship, or to think about them as their true self, like, think about who they really are on that deep, deep level, because that's who they really are, and to not focus on this person that's being negative, and not um, focus on them as that person and kind of like create this bubble around them of this true self that they really are. And that can actually help them, you know, become their true self, if that makes sense. But nice. It's like the person that's not negative focuses their true self onto the person so that they can help them become their true self, kind of thing. Uh-huh. I've done this tip a couple times. Yeah, many, many times. So it's interesting
0: very, very helpful, I'm sure. <laughs> a lot of people can have some useful information from that to help them out. So one thing I wanted to add that I thought was pretty cool. So when I posted the very first episode of this series, someone left a comment like, oh, you should interview these individuals. And you was one of them on the comments that said, hey, you need to interview, interview Sarah. Oh, yeah,
1: that's cool. Well, I thank was like, you. <laughs>
0: I'm ahead of the game. So with that being said, if you can comment below, if you recommend anybody or if you're connected with anybody that would like to be part of this series with the New Earth versus the New World Order, reach out to them, help me out. And then uh, you can leave a comment below in the description comment section that can say, hey, here's a suggestion and you can interview these people. So and I have five more people left. So cool interesting a lot of juicy information is coming through and to go along with that the reason why i'm making these videos as well this series is because a lot more people are going to need this information they might not need it right now but they might need it a year from now two years from now and then a lot of this would like the information that you brought forward would be like oh wow that makes so much more sense of what's going on today they can use these tips and use this information to make their lives better so and that's why i created this series so with that being said is there anything else sarah you would like to share
1: oh my gosh just connect with one another try to find humor and everything connect with nature and connect with yourself
0: perfect thank you very much and i have two more questions for you before i let you go but for the YouTube and for the podcast, everybody have a good night and have a good day. Take care. Today's guest is going to be Sarah Bristman Cosme. Did I say it right? Sort
1: of. Sarah Bresman Cosme.
0: Sarah Bresman Cosme. Sorry about that. It's thundering over here. Uh, I don't know if you can hear it.
1: I heard. I was like, what happened to Jason?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's thundering crazy over here like the world's about to end.
1: Oh
0: my god uh, i guess the angels don't like us talking about all this juicy information <laughs> it reminds me i uh i know they've had these shirts everywhere but we had one for mardi gras not me but i've seen them posted you know in the stores and they'll say i survived mardi gras you know 2010 and all i got was this t-shirt so i was like oh that's funny just change that around and I survived a thousand lives on earth and I got this t-shirt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but wait, you didn't survive the thousand years on earth though. I lived, but you're huh? so-
0: I lived a thousand lives on <laughs> yeah, earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too funny, too funny.